Hello, everyone. This is Revy Goldwasser. I am the founder of the Fearless Woman Tribe. Excited to record my podcast today on how to find true love after divorce. So as many of you know, um, one of the reasons why I launched the Fearless Woman Tribe, and by the way, if you're going through a divorce or, and by the way, it's for women only, sorry guys, but if you're a woman that's going through a divorce, thinking about divorce or divorce and still coping and recovering, please join my Facebook group. We're already 1,200 amazing women that, uh, you know, we uh, support each other, we empower each other, we, we, we love each other. So it's called the Fearless Woman Tribe on Facebook, so check it out. Um, finding true love after divorce is... Um, not easy. <laughs> so I'm just going to be, you know, really honest about it. I was married for 20 years with my husband, really for a total of around 23 years. Um, that year after I broke up with my husband, I died. And I think a lot of women that have probably stumbled upon this podcast, um, that are going through a divorce or, or are divorced already, you can relate to that. What happens we as women, um, when a divorce happens, it's a death of who, we were, right? We were a married woman. We were a mother of, with a father and kids at the house. That was our identity. That was, you know, our, our uniqueness. That was who we were. And when a divorce happens, it's like, you know, like 9-11, like everything crashes to smithereens and your entire identity is over. The identity of being a wife and, and, and a married woman is over. And now you're going through, you know, the absolute, you know, breakdown, devastation, heartache of, you know, going through a divorce. And what happens with many women, me included, is why we're, while we're in the middle of the divorce and the crazy screaming, yelling, dysfunction, heartbreak, therapy, house assets, attorneys, mediators, vomit, vomit, crazy stuff, we start dating. And that is very, very dangerous. And the reason that's so dangerous, especially for women, is that we are so vulnerable. We have such lack and deficiency for love, for being held, for being protected, for feeling safe, that we're needy for it. And when we're needy for something that powerful, we will actually repel what we need, which is real love, and instead attract a predatorial man. See, because like attracts like. So when you're in such a, a point of chaos and dysfunction, what you're really needy for is normalcy and also love, real love, good love, amazing love from a man. But you're not in a healthy place. You're not in a place that you can even really have that healthy relationship because you're completely brokenhearted. This is what happened to me. I was so brokenhearted. I was so devastated, but I had such lack and deficiency. I felt that I was nothing without a man in my life, that I was incomplete without a man in my life. I couldn't live without a man in my life. I actually felt like I had a grenade that had exploded in my chest and I had a wide open you know, crater. And the only thing that I felt that could fill that was a man. And let me tell you, that is so wrong. It's not true. It's not true. The reason why so many women feel that the only way they can feel whole and complete again and feel better is because we have lack and we've always sought the validation, the security, the, the love from a man to feel complete, but that doesn't work.
And by the way, this applies to any relationship, not just women of divorce, but obviously my niche and my micro focus is divorced women. And why this happened to many of us is because instead of validating our own worth, instead of completing our own circle, instead of fulfilling our own needs, we latched onto a man, our husband, to do that for us. So by having him in our life, we created the safety, the security, the validation of worth, beauty, and intellect, and all that. But when you're needy for it, you repel what you most need. So the marriage usually was probably dysfunctional from day one. And that's why it doesn't work. So when we're going through a divorce and we start dating and to meet a man, use this opportunity to finally recognize that you've been given a, another chance. You've been given another chance to do it right. But the only way you do it right is by doing the real work on you. See, meeting a man to fall in love with again is not going to complete you. In fact, if you're at such a vulnerable place and you meet a man, it's going to be dysfunctional. It won't work because you're not healthy. Now I'm not saying not to date. I'm not saying not to go out there. We're grown women. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're women who've been married five, 10, 15, 20, some of us even 30 years. So it's not like you can't date. You can do whatever you want. You want to have sex, have sex. You want to go out and meet younger men, older men. You want to explore your sexuality. No one's stopping you there. Like this is the time to do it. You know, this is a grown woman's channel. This is a grown woman's tribe. You know, once you've been married 20 years, you've got those kids. Come on, man. You can be a grown woman. You can be an adult. You can have the conversation with yourself. You don't need your parents, your friends, your boyfriends, lovers, husbands to validate you and tell you what you can and cannot do. You don't need to ask anyone's permission. The only permission you need to ask of is yourself and the almighty. That's the relationship. So when you understand all that, yeah, you can go out there and date and have fun and meet great men. But as I talk a lot about it in my tribe, focus on the why and not on the guy. Again, focus on the why and not on the guy. So when you start focusing on what it is that you want from a man, from the relationship, from the security, from the passion, from the love, from the physical, the intimacy, the emotional support, whatever it is that you want, get in, get in love with that. Get infatuated with that idea because you're going to meet a guy and you're going to start talking to him and you're going to meet him and you're going to think he's Prince Charming. And that is simply not true. See, when you're in a place of lack and you're going through like starting to date after a 20-year marriage, you, you, you don't even remember how it's like to date. You have no idea how it's like. So what exactly are you doing to, to right away get out there and date and then all of a sudden you connect with one guy on a J-date or Tinder or Match or Bumble or whatever. And of course he says to you good morning and of course he says to you good night and he tells you you're beautiful and he says all these things and you're so excited. You're like, my husband never said that to me. My husband hasn't said good morning to me in five years. You know, He never said good night. He never even told me I was beautiful. Yeah, I know, I get it. But that's because you had dysfunction in your marriage and there's a lot of collateral damage and stuff going on in that relationship. Anything new is always exciting. Anything new is always intoxicating. But if you're going to latch onto the guy because he's now texting you and telling you, good morning, beautiful, how was your day? And checking in on you and you're like, oh my God, this guy really cares. Oh my God, this guy's really into me. He cares about my day. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's part of the, the, um, the chase. It's part of the, the dating. It's part of the, you know, the whole part of, of the courtship. That's what I want you to enjoy. Like, don't read into it. Love it. Receive it. Enjoy the fact that a man is attaching to you. Enjoy the fact that a man is complimenting you. Enjoy that the man wants to take you out to dinner. Enjoy that the man is asking you about your day. But don't 
say, this is the guy for me. I'm going to marry him and live happily ever after. Hell no. Are you kidding me? After you just went through this crazy divorce and all that, you don't attach to the guy. Now I'm not saying that guy won't be the guy. That guy won't be the why he could be, but you need to be very busy dating multiple men. You need to be talking to men. They need, you need to have like five guys texting you every day. Good morning. Like you should just be calling them babe because you don't even, you don't even remembering their name. They should be all called babe. Hey babe, how was your day? Hey babe, how was your day? Yeah. I, or, or, you know, an, a fun thing that I did too, is I used to give the guys nicknames. I never even like, even now I don't remember their names, but one guy, I think I called him Jersey boy. Cause he was from New Jersey. Another guy, I called him fisherman. Cause he, you know, he was an avid fisherman and he went boating every weekend. Like, you know, another one was a golfer. He played golf all the time. I called him golfer. You know, another one loved poker. Like that's what I did based on their hobbies or whatever they were all about. I gave them nicknames. I didn't even connect to their name because the more detached you can get from the guy, the more attached you can get to your healing, your transformation, falling in love with what I call hashtag MMI, me, myself, and I. The dating after divorce is not about the guy. It's actually about you. The dating after divorce is about you finally taking the space and the time to fall in love with yourself, to date yourself. And of course you should be dating guys, but you're dating guys to know what you like. What the heck do you even know what you like or don't like after 20 years of marriage? One woman I know says she loves bald men. It was so cute. Like for me, when I started dating, my requirements used to be like so ridiculous. I wanted a guy that, you know, had a house in, in Jerusalem and had a private jet. And it was so ridiculous. Towards the end of the dating, it was like, okay, you know what? Good job, teeth, you know, hair, not, no drugs, no smoking, you know, a father with kids, et cetera. Like, you know, it's, it's just incredible the transformation that happens when you start dating, you, you, first of all, you become much more grounded because initially once you, when you break up with your husband, you're, you're absolutely lost it. You're hysterical, you're heartbroken, you're devastated, and you're desperately seeking that love because you're so dehydrated for it. But that's what makes it so dangerous. So seek the love of family, seek the love of friends, seek the love from your kids, seek the love of a support group, join my fearless woman tribe on, on, in Facebook, seek the love of therapy, of family, of your pets. I have my two chihuahuas that didn't leave my side. I took them everywhere with me at the beginning. When you start filling your cup with that type of healthy love and not attached to a guy who's texting you that you don't know from a bar of soap. And in fact, just enjoy the texting and the attention you're getting and like be forgetful and forget to circle back. And, you know, if he wants to see you say, yeah, maybe next week I'll let you know, like you become so detached that you start healing yourself. And by the way, you then become very sexy and attractive because there's nothing sexier than a woman who's not needy. So when you're so needy for love and you're seeking that guy and like you're hyperventilating because you're so dehydrated, you're actually going to turn off a healthy man because a healthy man doesn't want that. A healthy man wants a healthy woman. I'm talking emotional health. Okay. This is this channel and this concept is all about emotional health and emotional well-being. So that's really my little tidbit. I'm trying to make my podcast super short. Um, Dating after divorce is not about the guy. It is all about the why. And the big part about dating after divorce is for you to date yourself. Like date these men, not for the sake of dating the men, but for the sake of you discovering what the heck you like this time, because now you're older, wiser, more experienced, and you get it. 
and you're very clear on your needs, you're very clear on your boundaries, you're very clear on your morals and values, and this time you're not compromising yourself for a man. That's not happening. That's so ex-husband. You're not doing that anymore. Now you don't compromise yourself for anyone or anything because you're worth it. Okay, guys, so that was my little... A 10 minute podcast on dating after divorce. I'm going to continue this series because I think it's pretty good. I'll continue the dating after divorce. I try to do once a week, um, every Sunday night. So look out for the podcast every Sunday night. Um, there should be a new podcast about dating after divorce. Um, meanwhile, I also want to share with you that I am offering my fearless woman transformation program. It is going live October 5th of 2020. There will be others in 2021. Go to the fearlesswoman.co forward slash the program. Fearlesswoman.co forward slash the program to learn more about it. We have testimonials. It is an eight week live immersive uh, coaching program where I transform you into becoming the fearless woman you were born to be, uh, knowing your worth and finding true healthy love because you're worth it. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next Sunday. Ciao.